Welcome back to the Morning Brew. I'm Shannon here with my co-host slash husband Taylor, and we are back. We didn't have an episode last week because life just got a little bit crazy, and we just honestly didn't really have time to sit down and record. So we didn't have an episode last week, but you guys really loved our last episode, this or that. So thank you guys so much for all of your love on that episode. But today we're going to be doing another Q and A podcast, so we have a couple questions that we're going to talk about. So the first one is, um, this is a good one. It's how old or no, how, yeah, it's how old is too young to start dating, but I would say how young is too young to start dating. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a question that is hard to answer because there's not a formula Yeah. or, okay, here's the guidelines of how much we should think about dating at this age and how much we should actually pursue dating and how much we should actually care about dating. And I think to me, and and people are going to differ, I think to me there's nothing wrong with having a relationship when you're in high school. I think you you don't even begin to think about dating, in my opinion, until (laughs) high school. At least. At least. But – I mean, in all reality, you're trying to figure out who you are yeah. as you're growing up and trying to figure out about yourself, about your friends. You're trying to find all this stuff. Your body's changing. I mean, just everything's <laughs> changing. And, and, and so I think to understand a relationship is such a significant part of our lives. If we're not taking the value and the significance of a relationship then it just becomes about dating yeah and any of us can date and date not even for bad motives but just to date but the reality is is you're trying to really figure out who you are and so to try to take care of somebody else and provide for somebody else and and love somebody else is hard to do when you're not totally 100 percent sure who you are yeah and so i think as you're developing there's nothing wrong with with finding somebody you like in high school and there's there's not even anything wrong with with dating in my opinion um but i feel like you shouldn't rush into it Mm -hmm. It, it's a lot easier to begin a relationship in high school by hanging out with friends hanging out in the group with people just to try it out because what you're going to do is going to be able to see if this is somebody that's a fit in your life. You're going to be able to see if this is somebody that's worth pursuing in your life. And so instead of trying to put this relationship in an incubator and trying to be like, okay, let's rush to be like this intimate boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. like just take it really slow and, and be a part of groups and really develop yourself and that person by getting to know them. And then you can really, in my opinion, look at, if it's somebody you're like, yeah, I'm getting to know this is somebody worth pursuing, yeah. then I would say just ride that train until you get older. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with just being friends with somebody yeah, and, 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 and loving them and, you know, hanging out with them. But then I think what's even cooler is the longer you get to build that friendship, then as you begin dating, it's kind of a smooth switch yeah because you've already built time where you've spent with this person you've hung out with this person even if it's in groups 
and, and so then if you get towards the end of high school or really like graduate high school and go into college, then you can begin to really look at an intimate relationship, excuse me, <laughs> because I think by college, you're beginning to figure out who you are. You've graduated, you're on to the next stage of kind of this adult life because you're leaving, usually you're leaving, you know, your parents' house or you're working full time and, and you're switching into this adult realm where, where you've got to start making decisions for yourself. So I think in that long answer, all to say that I think high school isn't a bad place to start. I feel like even that's too young. I mean, <laughs> it's, he, it's really hard yeah. because I think it just depends on who you are. That's a really hard question to like be like, oh, 13, 15, 16, whatever it is, you know, because that's not going to be right for everyone. Some people will be ready by the time they're 16, probably, to date and do it maturely and, and handle it. And some people really won't. And so, like Taylor's saying, I think, I mean, we even, if we're being honest, kind of started dating with friends if mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I mean, we talked to each other, like, through the phone or whatever. <laughs> through <laughs> through Snapchat, the phone. But I hate saying that. But anyway... Um, <laughs> we talk, we talk. You sound like an old woman through the phone, <laughs> using the old spin dial phones, the rotary phones. I know, but I hate being like, oh, we Snapchatted for a few months. Like, it doesn't, I don't think it does it justice. But anyway, we talked for a while, um, <laughs> for a few months before we actually started hanging out. But then when we did, we didn't just go, okay, now we're going to rush into making sure we're only hanging out with each other and like I don't know we just would both we would hang out with our friends and we didn't do it for a super long time because I think again we were both adults by the time we started dating so I think once we kind of started dating like in a friend setting (laughs) we both kind of knew so it was okay but I would just like Taylor was saying I think especially when you're young when you're in high school whatever when you are starting to date hanging out with your friends is such a good way to start and even if you are already like in a relationship and you are in high school I think it's and we've talked about this before on our relationship podcasts but um but just this whole idea of like being really careful with each other before you're married and making sure especially when you're young you're hanging out with your friends and dating around your friends because I think Again, it's going to help not to um, let your relationship go too far if you're with your friends. And that's just, I mean, if I'm just being honest. But, again, it, it's just a different for everybody. And like Taylor is saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating when you're in high school. And I think it might even be a good thing to date but not not take it too seriously, but also not just do it because you think you need someone. And I think that's sometimes why we see people just date for the sake of dating because they feel like they need someone for their own value or whatever it is. So anyway. We're we're split in my family. Kayla started dating in high school. Emily started dating in high school. And my parents started dating in high school. Me and my brother both dated after, I mean – he dated in high school. Yeah, I mean, just different. Serious relationships. Me and my brother, yeah. 
my brother did date in high school and had a serious relationship, but who he married didn't start dating till he graduated. Right. And so we're like kind of on the fence that half of our family dated in high school, half of our family didn't. And I think just what Shannon's saying, and I think the big point is, whatever age you think you're ready to date, you just have to take it slow. Yeah. I think you don't realize how long you have yeah. the rest of your life if this is the person. And so what does it matter if it's even four years you start dating as a freshman that you're not really doing much other than hanging out with friends <laughs> and once in a while, you know, maybe you guys get together, or you watch a movie or something like there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You know, we're coming up tomorrow will be one year for us. And it feels like we've already been married eight years with all the stuff we've gone through yeah. and been through. And you just have the whole, your whole life. Yeah. And so what's the point to try to jump into the serious relationship as a freshman or a sophomore, or even a junior and be like, yeah. you know, let's, let's be this intimate boyfriend and girlfriend when even if you dated, you're probably not even going to get married at least till mm-hmm. probably the middle of college. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, so it's like it's there's that you just have to take it slow and it, it just makes it a lot harder on yourself to maintain boundaries if you and again i'm not trying to discourage people that are in high school from dating and being like oh well you shouldn't date because you're gonna cross boundary lines because you have so long you know all my friends dated you know one of my best friends just got married yesterday another one is getting married next summer and another one probably will be getting married the summer after that and so um I just think you know they've all been dating since they were in high school and they have done a good job to maintain those boundaries but again that's not easy for everyone Mm -hmm. and if it's not easy for you then maybe you should really think about okay maybe I should just wait until Either I'm in a spot where I can um, better control myself and and know yourself to do that, um, or you don't have to date as long before you can get married. I mean, and that's just, I mean, me being honest. But um, again, it's just different for everyone, and you just have to really make sure you know yourself and if you don't feel like you know yourself maybe don't date because it's not only about guarding your own heart but it's about guarding other people's too and you're gonna cause a lot of harm to other people as well as yourself but it's not just about you when you're in a relationship so yeah no the last thing i'll say and i love that shannon said this before she's told it to i think it's the girls in our youth group like marriage is not the end goal right like if it was the achievement of life to be married and that's the end goal like no it's (laughs) we do life with each other we walk together with each other we we grow with each other and we're married and we take that very seriously but at the same time that's not the pinnacle of life and so to rush so quickly i think is the issue of our generation and so take it slow yeah know that if this is somebody you are going to be with you have the rest of your life and that it's not the ultimate goal it's great it's amazing the covenant of marriage is is awesome but it's not the end goal yeah and so you know if you want to start when you're a freshman go ahead 
but take it super, super slow. Right, right. Because even like Shannon said, what you're what you're going to be able to do is if you begin to get to know this person and it doesn't work out, the slower you go in the relationship, it's easier to kind of either stay friends or just say, hey, this, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And instead of getting so wrapped up and intimate with each other within the first year that people's hearts are getting broken right. and they can't handle it because they've put their relationship in an incubator yep. and now you're, you're crushing each other because you've grown so close and, and if you would have just walked through it yeah it's a lot easier yeah so hopefully that kind of answered the question i know there's a, there is no like one quick answer for that but that's kind of what we have to say about that so and i know it's easy for us to sit here and say that as people who are married like oh marriage isn't the end goal we know that it's hard not to want that but yeah that's so good okay so our next question is another hard one to answer i guess and that is what's your why in life so we kind of are taking that as like right Tay, we're taking this as like what's your motivation what's your you know purpose kind of kind of deal yeah you know if you know us we probably have the the same purpose kind of motivation yeah um but it boils down to our relationship with god Mm -hmm. you know if i didn't have that i don't i'm just gonna be honest with you with it with everything that's going on in the world what's the point right What's the point to get up? What's the point to to love people? What's the right. point to keep on going? And, and through that, though, my motivation becomes Shannon, my job, yeah. these kids that I that I do ministry with, and people I do ministry with. But but it's ultimately understanding what he did for me, and how yeah. much he loved me, and was willing to say, you know, I want to mend this relationship. By letting my son die on a cross so you can have life and have life to the fullest and that's my motivation to wake up every day that's my motivation to love people every day that's my motivation to do all that i do to love shannon to to continue on a path glorifying to him and we hit bumps we we all make mistakes and we all have troubles but that's the the reason I get life every day. I, I, nothing yeah. else in this world is going to give you life day after day after day after day, even when you don't feel like it. You can turn to anything and say, well, what's my motivation the weekend? It come and go, and yeah. the, you're probably left empty or fulfilled for a day. And it's like, this is so much more and is a lifestyle and, and captures your heart yeah. in a relationship that no other relationship will have on this earth and when you can find that intimacy on a daily basis and it gives you motivation to look positive to work through you know i i I believe that's truly why we don't really fight very often (laughs) um it's usually because i get tired or i misinterpret something but when you when you have a motivation like that and you just go Okay, I may not agree, or I, I don't understand, or whatever you want to say. I don't, I don't want to push back, because I'm called to love people, and especially called to love Shannon as my wife. And so, we don't argue because it's like let's just talk through this. Yeah. And if we have our differences, we have our differences. But if not, you know, maybe it's just something I need to see her side or, whatever. I'm going 
going down different ways. But I think at the, the end of the day, that's my motivation, my why in life. And, you know, it's not just because of what I do yeah. that I say that. I truly mean that. It's been passed down through my family from my grandpa to my parents to other people around me to see what it can do in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I don't want it to be this cliche Christian answer as yeah. God is. No, when you when you truly feel the life you can get from that on a daily basis, nothing will fulfill. Yeah. And so that that's my motivation. Yeah. No, I would totally agree with that, obviously. But also, like Taylor was saying, I mean, about, especially about like us not fighting very much. When we look at, as Taylor was saying earlier, like tomorrow, well, when you guys are listening to this, it's today, but is our anniversary. And um, we were just saying, like, we've been through a lot in the past year. And when we look at it and go, okay, why have we not? <laughs> I just think, why have we not fought more in all of the things that we kind of walked through together in the past year? And it's because our marriage, our lives have to be centered on God. And if it wasn't for that, we probably, <laughs> I mean, we would probably would have already fallen apart in all reality. Without God, I don't know how you do continue to walk through life and like Taylor's saying, all these things that are going on in the world and all the things you face in life and marriage and work and whatever. And again, um, you know, we're in ministry and I mean, we both work at the church now and that's a whole nother thing, but to be able to get up every day and go do that and carry the weight of other people's, you know, hardships and hear their stories and all this, it's like we can't we can't do it without God. And so to be able to again just get up every day and keep going and have a motivation to keep pushing forward, you know, where else am I gonna get that from? It's not coming from me. So I just think, just again, I'm just reiterating what Taylor said, but I think just, you know, the Bible calls us above all else to love God and love others, and that's, you know, our sole motivation, again, like Taylor's saying. I can't love Taylor without God. I can't love others without God. I couldn't do it on my own. And so to love God and to love others, we need God. So, yeah, that's... You know, all I wanted to add about that is just our motivation is comes from God to love God better, to love people better. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We have one more question, and then we'll see where, what, where we're at. Um, <laughs> this is Taylor's favorite question. Uh, it's, if there was one moment you could go back and change and why, that was written kind of weird, but basically, what is the one moment that you would go back and change, and why? <laughs> I have like twenty, but I think for me, it's not necessarily a moment, mm-hmm. but I kind of wish I would have gotten it earlier. Yeah, I would have gotten where I'm at now, and not had to do the things I did hurt the people I hurt yeah. and you know I'm, I'm not 
it's hard because at the same time, what I've gone through has brought to me, brought me where I'm at, learned the things I've learned, been able to help the people I help, and have a story to relate to people. But at the same time, growing up as a man, understanding this relationship with Jesus, I feel like I could have built a stronger foundation and, and in a sense, grew up earlier. Mm. Because for me, growing up wasn't until I was like 21 or 22. Mm -hmm. And it would have saved a lot of headache if I would have gotten it earlier. And so... You know, there were so many moments from when I accepted Christ at age four or something in my <laughs> van with my mom to learning all that I did in life, then running my own path for about eight years of my life to where I'm at now and married and in our first, I wouldn't say real house because we were in another house. <laughs> I just called a real house because our other house was... 970 square feet yeah. and so but it was cute. yeah it was, it was and like... but to be where we're at has taken me to i'm 24 and a half and some people get it earlier i look at my brother and he's been married now like four years mm -hmm. and i look at my sister and she's been married i think four years mm -hmm. or five years and so it's like they've already gone through life a few years and been married and and having kids and and I don't regret where we're at in our relationship I just wish I would have understood the importance of growing up as a man not being dumb for as long as I did and, and being able to just be an adult responsibly and walk in this relationship with Jesus and and I think if that's kind of my moment and and I don't know that probably would have been eighth grade if you want to put a moment when I started doing my own thing kind of a or seventh grade kind of a thing then that would be my moment but but again I don't want to downplay what I've learned and where I'm at now it just it saves you a lot of headache when you mm -hmm. don't have to go through and pretty much clean up the messes you've made in life when you don't do it yeah and I agree with you but you know and like Taylor said, said, this is kind of a hard question for me because at the end of the day, we can sit here and say, oh, I made so many mistakes and I've done all this stuff wrong and I, you know, didn't get it sooner and I wish I would have, but like we're still, you're still only 24 and a half and I'm still only 22 and there's a lot of people who don't get it until a lot later and everybody's story is different and everybody's journey and you know, walk with God is different, and so to to say, obviously, again, there's things that if I could go back, maybe I wouldn't have done, but also, or would have changed, I guess, but again, also, with being in ministry, and with just loving people, and the, the way we get to talk to people and hear their stories, we've heard a lot of stories that are similar to our own, and we've been able to walk through people, you know, in their own lives because of the things that we've been through, and so to take it back would also take back a lot of opportunity to show people, you know, yeah, I've been there, and it's not worth it, you know, so, um, while there might be things that I could 
would take back or could take back and weren't fun to go through or weren't smart to do or whatever it was at the end of the day it again God uses all things for good and so ultimately it's been for good I mean to a certain degree it's ended up for the good so yeah I don't know I think there's just a lot of people out there who who I remember Taylor looking at me when we were dating and saying I wish I had met you sooner but we weren't ready sooner and again had we gotten it sooner I don't know that we would have a big part of our relationship is connecting on some of those things that like maybe we've been through or whatever you get the point but but yeah I just think our our lives would look so different and we don't even know how had we gotten it sooner and I'm not saying they wouldn't still be good but they would be a lot different and I like our life now so (laughs) so yeah I don't really that's a really hard question for me so again there's plenty of things throughout my story that maybe I would change if I could but I'm not necessarily sitting around thinking about them like oh I regret everything so I don't know I regret nothing nothing (laughs) yeah no I agree and that's why I want you to hear me say I don't want to take everything back yeah I just you realize more I think for me the people I hurt Mm -hmm. is what I wish I didn't have to do Mm -hmm. and you know it's built relationships to where they're at now And, and a lot of people I hurt especially my family I'm super close with a lot of these people and, and I've rebuilt the relationship but yeah I agree with Shannon and what she's saying I just think it saves you a lot of headache when you're not just <laughs> yeah. dumb as an adult especially as a kid I'm not saying giving you permission to be dumb but I think as an adult it's a lot harder and the repercussions of what you choose to do as an adult are a lot steeper than as a child and so it just you live with those consequences and so but it's a journey life's a journey you make mistakes you're trying to figure out who you are uh, and it just takes time but maturing quickly is a good thing it's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing to grow up so so the last you know few minutes we have left I think we we got about five minutes or so left we we're just going to talk a little bit about our journey over the past year as we've been married now as you guys listen to this for a year and we don't really have like a specific agenda we just we don't often talk about I think just our journey Mm -hmm. in in marriage and and it's been great it's been exciting it's been amazing this first year that we've been married and we've gotten to do so many things but but we've also had to walk through a lot of things mm-hmm. that not a lot of people walk through in their first year. Yeah. And that's getting married, um, selling a house and not sure where you're going to go, <laughs> to finding a house, to Wait. finishing up college yep. while living with me and going to school, then trying to do stuff with the church before she even worked there, then working in the same place 
going down to one car, <laughs> which isn't like a huge thing. A lot of couples do that, but it's like we we've both been used to having our own car yeah. and, and rebuilding our schedule. Um, I even just things like, and these are this is something you know everyone faces in their first year of marriage, but like all that on top of okay, we have to learn how to communicate we have to learn each other's stories we have to learn and again part of that we started to learn in dating but you learn it on a whole new level when you get married and so just overcoming our own personal issues overcoming again learning each other's story learning the things that okay and like Taylor was saying before we don't really fight often but when we do it's typically because okay I misunderstood you or we're tired and again when we're tired you're typically I don't want to say far from God but you're not necessarily listening for God's voice I guess in the middle of a you're definitely more agitated yep yeah and again that's just life that's not us saying oh we're terrible because we get tired you know no everybody gets tired but um just learning a lot of okay this is something that has happened in my past so it's gonna make me more upset if whatever so you know those are the normal things that you walk through when you get married well and you're also walking through i don't know if selfishness is the word yeah but you know i was going on three years of like living on my own and kind of just living my own life and to go from that all of a sudden to now i have to consider (laughs) the things shannon wants to do Shannon's schedule just like yesterday you know she's in a wedding with her best friend and I I know her friend so I'm not sitting here saying I don't know who her friends are but it's like you you have to take those things into consideration when she's a part of stuff and then you become a part of that as well and and it's not like oh well I can just sit at home and play video games the rest of the night till she comes home or you know I'm working on stuff at the house and be like I'll just kind of keep doing that and I'll let her do her thing no like you have to consider all these things and and so I think to 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 say in all of this is just not for us to sit here and go well look at all the hard stuff we've been through because we really haven't been through a whole lot of hard stuff it's more decisions that we've had to make in this first year but there's nobody else I would rather do it with and there's nobody else I would want to be with Mm -hmm. And when you find that in a relationship and in a marriage, you know that's the person you want to be with the rest of your life. But again, it doesn't all come down to just us two. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we're married. Yes, we hope to have a family someday, and we hope to have all these things that incorporate a marriage. But at the same time, what's nice is having a partner that's in your corner mm-hmm. and we think very sim- similarly and I think that's what's gotten gotten us to the where we're at in this first year mm-hmm. of marriage and having tough conversations to making hard decisions to being where we're at and so I think you just have to understand in our first year that a lot of first years don't go the way ours did yeah and <laughs> we're very blessed and very grateful to be where we're at but it takes all that we've just talked about in this past half hour 
of learning to love each other, of learning to communicate, of learning to go slow in the relationship, of learning to that this isn't the end goal and that it's like we're getting to know each other day after day after day more and more. And I just think that it's just been an amazing ride and we appreciate all of those that listen, but also those that pour into our lives. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, on top of it, like, we, you know, ultimately it's just us two in our marriage. But we've had to, it's wise to surround yourself with people who know more than you. <laughs> so, you know, parents and pastors and friends, we've just you know had to take a lot of advice and so again we've been blessed with a pretty I would say really good (laughs) first year of marriage but also we've learned a lot from others and we've kind of tried our best to humble ourselves to know we don't really know what we're doing and so we're gonna try our best to love each other and listen to others on, on how to do that so again that's like the only way to do it listen again god love god love others so that means listen to god and listen to others so yeah yeah and we just you have to learn to to be a giving person yeah i think that's just in general though that's not just a marriage but just marriage just reveals yeah though like how truly i mean again i've said that so much in the past year even in the first few months of us being married it was like wow we're both and i would have never considered myself I don't think most people would consider me, if I'm just being honest, a selfish person. And a majority of the world aren't necessarily like, oh, they're so selfish. We don't think of other people as, oh, they're so selfish. But everybody has a certain level of selfishness because we're broken and so we care about ourselves. And so when you get married, you go, oh, shoot, I'm seeing all the points in my life where I'm super selfish. And you have to continue to relinquish those as you go along in marriage and it's hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's why people and I think that's why people say marriage is hard because it takes work and I'm not I don't think oh marriage is so hard but you have to go through hard things and you have to do hard work to have good marriage so anyway yeah that I'm really glad you brought that up that just your selfishness has to that's probably the biggest thing you need to work on Mm -hmm. when when you're preparing to be married or when you're married is just um learning to be selfless so yeah and and i think the reason and i'm done after this the reason we say this i would believe shannon has the same heart that it's not for us to talk or brag about our marriage Mm -hmm. it's more to thank all those yeah that have either poured into us or poured into us individually yeah. And, and had conversations with us, whether it's about marriage or not, just poured into our lives. We just want to thank you for mm-hmm. this first year, and we hope you don't go anywhere because <laughs> we're going to need you. Um, <laughs> you always need it. You can't just expect. Yeah. I, I think I would even say as you get older, and, and maybe you're right. 40, 50 years into marriage, you still need people who are that are going to be yeah. there for you. And so. We just thank you for those that are listening that have had some impact in our lives or in our marriage. That's why we say all that we've been through in this first year, it's because of you guys that we're at where we're at and and all of these things put together. So we appreciate it. Yeah. And and we thank you. Yeah. So we are 
super thankful for just this time that we get to sit and talk and for those of you who want to listen to us just sit and talk um we really appreciate it and we love doing it and we have fun and we have good conversations and again we always love your feedback so let us know what you want to hear how you're liking it what you think reach out and that's all for this week and we'll see you again next week for the morning brew